When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and you know where to find me at. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist and I use my platforms to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims and survivors of this disorder. Today's episode is going to be about how a narcissist blames you for everything. Blame game, the blame shifting, the blame deflector, the good old narcissistic blame deflector. That's a, that's a, uh, my new name. The narcissist. That, I'm gonna change my name from the self aware narcissist to the self aware blame deflector because that's what narcissists are. That's what like that one thing right there is one one trait of narcissists that applies to everybody. That's a blanket statement that you can apply to every every narcissist. If you because I know I, I get people to say all kinds of wild stuff about narcissists. Nar- all narcissists are bisexual. All narcissists are closeted homosexuals. All narcissists are you know. All narcissists like this. It is the blanket statements of narcissism are just wild and they run rampant. <clears throat> but one thing all narcissists do is shift blame. So if you have a nar- so one one trait of narcissism also is the the the, the delusions of grandeur. The delusions that we think that we as narcissistic people think that we deserve more than everybody else just because we feel like we deserve more. There's no we don't have more education. We don't have more training. We don't have more anything. We're just more of who we are. So we feel like we deserve more than everybody else. We deserve we feel like we deserve better than everybody else. And me in particular, my mind works that way. It still works that way. I know people, people see me. One of these does the, the self-aware nurses um, and they see me and they're just like. You know, you're cured. You're you're recovering. I don't think you should call yourself a narcissist anymore. And I'm just like, y'all, <laughs> y'all see social media, YouTube, podcast me. You don't see me in real life because, like, yeah, I'm a narcissist. I'm not gonna show you the evil parts. I'm not gonna show you the mean parts. So, like, I'm not gonna do that. Sometimes, you, if you catch me on my live stream, you might see some meanness come out. I had some meanness come out last night when I went live because they deserved it. Though. Y'all, if you was on my live stream, that person deserved it. Um, Come at me, talking about you, me, 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 me. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come at you with some hot fire. You know what I mean? But one, like, I'm. I have. I've been having delusions of grandeur my entire life, y'all. I want to be an actor, like famous actor. And I know people are like you're famous now on TikTok or whatever because you have a million followers. But I'm just like, I want to be an actor. I want to be like real life famous. You know, I want to be recognized in public. Like, I was just like, no, no autographs, no autographs. Hey, not right now. Hey, I'm with my kids. <laughs> I would sign. I would sign autographs, y'all. I would talk to people. I'm just joking. But this is funny. But the delusions of grandeur and like the delusions of success, you know. So we all have those. Every narcissist has those delusions that we want to be the best at whatever we do. We want to be the greatest at whatever we do, just because we feel like we are the greatest. So you get situations like that where if a narcissist has a huge goal or a huge ambition that they set forth and they don't hit it. They need someone to blame because Lord forbid you. We know it can't be us, right? It cannot. We cannot. We like we. We didn't fail because we're not good enough. We didn't fail because we're not qualified enough. We fell because of you, my wife, my husband, my kids, anybody that's around me, my parents. 
anybody else around me that I feel like I could blame for holding me back and me not hitting these goals, got you. I didn't go to college because my mom didn't, you know, my mom wasn't able to pay for it. Boom. What about, hey, what, do you not try to get financial aid? I'm not doing financial aid. I'm good, too good for financial aid. Okay, cool. Um, sorry. You know what I mean? That's how it goes right there. Blame game. I used to blame my mom. I used to blame my dad for everything. You know, I mean? As, you, know you, you harbor that. Like when you, uh, I'm 36 years old. I can't harbor the anger from when I was an eight-year-old pup. You know what I mean? Eight-year-old young narcissist. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't harbor that right now. I have to let that go because I don't like have, I don't like people having power over me. If you harbor anger and resentment towards somebody, that person has power over you. And you know, I, like I said before, I don't like people having power over me. That's one of my, one of my, uh, one of my, my, my things right there. You cannot have power over me. You cannot have control over me. So I released my anger. I release my hatred and my disdain. It's, am I still mad? So I can still get mad sometimes when I have thought when I'm talking to people on one-on-ones, when I'm talking to people over Zoom and they bring up their daddy issues and their, how their father wasn't there. Yeah, he gets on my nerves too. I'm just like, like a shark. They're like my, you know, like um, like a puffer fish. No, yeah, like a puff, like a, something, whatever, whatever animal rears it, like a copperhead. Like yeah, like a rattlesnake. I started shaking my rattle. Yeah, there you go. See, I got there. Y'all, give me, give me, give me some time. I'll get there. You give me time. I'll get there. <laughs> but you get, but I, I feel it, and I had to let it go because I don't like people having control over me. Because if they can, if they, if you harbor anger towards them, if you harbor hatred towards them, they control you. They just do because they. Yo, yo, emo- hey Lee, how do they how do they control me? If I don't think about, if I if I if I don't get mad and stuff like that, if I'm not with them anymore, how do they control me? How do they do that? Because they control your emotional state. Because when you think about them, your physiology changes, your mind changes. Your you like say you you don't just I don't just think about my dad and just like it just it's not just a passing thought. When I think about my dad, it's like some, a little anger start to bubble. I had to pop it, pop, had to pop the anger bubble. You mean, if you ever seen the movie Anger Management with Adam Sandler, he's like, the anger sharks are swimming in my head. That's how I feel sometimes. But, like I said, back to the deflection. If a narcissist in your life doesn't hit a goal or doesn't achieve a achieve success up to the level that they want to achieve success, if they don't hit their, their dream job or something like that, they're going to blame you. The people closest to a narcissist get treated the worst, and they get the blame for us not succeeding. God. I would have got. I would have graduated from college by now if I, you wouldn't got pregnant. I had to get a better job to take care of you and a baby. God, I'm still in college at 30 years old. This is your fault. I'm never gonna get out of here. I'm just tired now. Boom. I I, I could have went to college to play football. If my mom wasn't so needy. Boom. I'm supposed to be in the NFL, but I didn't go to college to play football because my parents, man, my mom held me back because she needed me to pay bills. Boom. That's one of my excuses right there. I used to use all the time. I used to use that all the time. I was just scared to leave home, but I was just like, you know. But I used to blame my mom for not me not going to college playing football. Me holding my own self back. I could, you know, I was holding myself back. You know, still, I still do that to this day. Right now, I'm holding myself back because it's scary. Sometimes right now, you know, it's scary to release that thought. Sometimes it's scary to release yourself into the world and see, like, you know, just be free. Just achieve a next level because, you know, you can have abandonment issues. Like, having abandonment issues and the fear that people are going to leave your life, it works in different ways, too, because, like, you can hold yourself back from success because you're scared people are going to leave your life. Like, let's just say I take the next step of my life. I become a millionaire. I'm like my friend group will possibly change because some of my friends may harbor a little difference toward me because I'm a millionaire now. Or if they say, you know, they might not, they might leave me alone. They might abandon me because they don't feel the same way around me. They think I've changed. They think I'm a different person or whatever. 
there, there's a fear of abandonment for elevating as well. Because so sometimes you get narcissistic people that will hold themselves back out of fear of abandonment. But you see how I can blame my friends right there. If you look, if you peel back the layers right there, I have a fear of abandonment that my friends and family are going to leave me because I've become more successful. So I hold myself back. But in turn, I can also blame my friends and family. You see how that works right there? I hope that made sense to you because I just dropped a, I just dropped a, uh, a golden nugget on y'all that y'all probably never heard before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my therapist, when I was talking to her about it, she said she compared it to the feeling of survivor's guilt. You know what I mean? She said, you scared to be successful because you're going to, like, why you? Sometimes it's why me. Like, you, like you're in a bus crash or something like that. 50 people die, but you're the only one who live. You come out unscathed. Like, uh... Your boy from Unbreakable with Bruce Willis, <laughs> David in, in uh, Unbreakable when he, he died on that uh, that train that train accident. He's the only everybody died on that train accident. He's the only survivor. Survivor's guilt. You why why me why me why me? People ask themselves people narcissistic people ask themselves ask themselves that that type of question all the time. Why me? But I've shifted my mind right now instead of saying why me and blaming myself inward. I said, why not me? That's from Les Brown. People always complaining and saying, why me? Why me, Lord? Why do I got to go through this pain? Why do I go through this suffering? Why, why, I gotta feel, why I got to feel this way? And he flipped his mindset. He said, why not me? Who better than me to take it like? Who better than me to get this? Who better than me to go for? So that's how I've shifted my, that's how, how I've shifted my mind a little bit into the blame going elsewhere. You know what I mean? Into the blame going outside. And they said the blame going inside as opposed to going outside. Sorry, I messed it up right there. But that's literally how I've done it over the last, like, you know, since I've been self-aware. Um, the last, because I've been ambitious my whole entire life. So I started joining network marketing companies in my early 20s. You know what I mean? But I don't like people. I don't like talking to people like that. So I was not successful in the network marketing companies. But it did help me pick up a book or whatnot. So I've had to look, hey, you want to join this uh, this network marketing company and make a million dollars in a week? Yes. Hell yeah. You know, I'm exaggerating. It wasn't like that. Network marketing works, y'all. Network marketing is real. I know people call it a pyramid scheme, but it is real. I'm not I'm not selling anything to you right now. I'm not part of any kind of MLM or anything like that. I just know it works. Um, but cause I actually have real life friends that do it. <laughs> I, I do real life friends. It's not like you, I met somebody in those things. Yeah, real life friends. Um, but you see how that works, though. How the mindset goes. I blame I, instead of blaming outward and giving other people the power. I blame inward and I empower myself. So I can I can't blame everybody else for my struggles and my you know, my failures and stuff like that. I have to blame inward because blaming inward means you have to change. I have to change me. I can't change you. Or can I? Narcissistic people, we feel like we can change it. We feel like we can change anybody around us. Narcissistic people like myself, we feel like I, I am a chameleon. I can blend into any group. You know, I really can't blend into any group. You know, you can't blend into conservatives. I'm like, yeah, I can't. I can't blend into conservative in cons- conservatives. You can't blend into the liberals. I can blend into the liberals. I can blend in. I literally, I can blend into anybody. I really can. I listen to country music. I listen to rap music. I listen to R and B, heavy metal, rock and roll. K-pop, look, I'm over here. K, Britney Spears, you mean toxic? Yeah, you're toxic. The taste. I'm just joking, but um, that's how it is, though. But if you are if you are the closest person to a narcissist, just get and they don't succeed. They don't hit a goal. They don't get that promotion. They don't get that dream job. They don't get the that dream house or whatever. They're going to blame you. So get you have to be prepared for that. If you're going to remain in a relationship like this, be prepared for it. 
the deep down we know we we were at fault. Deep down we know we were wrong. But it's easier to blame you because it releases some of that stuff from us. Like we don't harbor it. We don't hold it in. We give it to you. Literally. We, we don't harbor it. We don't hold it in. We don't we don't feel it like that. We just give it to you. So we like to blame other people for our failures and our shortcomings because how what is it is I can't be me, right? I'm I'm a perfect human being. I'm a specimen. So it can't be me. It gotta be you, right? Gotta be you. It gotta be you. It can't be me. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, y'all. Have some one-on-ones here on Zoom. About to start here in the next few minutes. I have to hop over here. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Mental illness is out. Peace. If you know to listen to this on Apple Music and Spotify, I love y'all more. Y'all my favorite people. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Like, if I hit that five stars on me. Thank y'all.